namo tassa bhagavato harahato samma sambuddhasa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa homage to the buddha the blessed noble and fully self-enlightened one. So, for those of you uh, who haven't um, heard the earlier talks I gave, uh, what I've been doing is just following the life of the Buddha and then uh, just taking time out to do exercises or contemplations around it. So, we got as far as the Great Renunciation when he um, left home And there were two big insights he had, which uh, drove him. Uh, The first one was the disgusting nature of the human body and uh, the realization of sickness, old age, and death. If you remember that story where he's out hunting and he comes across somebody who's very sick, somebody very old, and somebody who dies. So this, um, the first one was a weariness with sensual pleasure. That's what he's really saying coming to the end of trying to seek happiness in worldly pleasure, in uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. The next one, of course, the fact of sickness, old age, and death uh, cuts deep into our idea of what life ought to be about. And uh, this exercise really just looks into that. So in the first part, we're just following the Buddha's instructions. So these exercises, the one on... uh, the foulness of the body, and the uh, um, on death is, is is right there in the Satipatthana discourse, right? So it's part of the process of vipassana, and uh, in the contemplation of the foulness of the body, um, or reflection on impurity, depends which book you read. Uh, what we do is we bring to mind certain parts of the body, and what we're looking at is our relationship to it. So. Um, it just goes through things like skin, flesh, bones, all the bits, um, and then uh, all, the, all the juicy bits, tears, wax, blood, urine, all that sort of stuff. And as I say this word, as I say the words, it'll bring some sort of image to mind and then some sort of reaction. So there may not be much of a reaction, but um, what we're looking for is any places that we're getting stuck with feelings of disgust. And then, after I've been through them, you choose the one which uh, brought up the main disgust, and you you allow it to manifest, and uh, then I ask you to change your view about what it is you're looking at, either as something that functions, something that does something, or uh, its chemical properties, or whatever, so that you see that as soon as you change your view, then uh, your relationship changes, and so does your emotional value. Now, the idea of doing this in terms of the holy life is that it, it tends to put you off sex. Now, <laughs> in, our, in our meditation um, on a, a retreat, uh, we can be assailed with delicious, erotic delight. So doing something like this uh, generally turns us off a bit. However, if you keep doing this sort of exercise just to engender disgust towards the body, then instead of lust, you end up with a load of disgust, which is not the point. 
The point is to train the mind to turn whatever image is drawn to you as being erotic into its foulness, and with that, the uh, attachment to sensual pleasure, or in this case sexual pleasure, is drained away. And you can train the mind to do that. And train the mind to do that. So as soon as you, as soon as somebody in your mind uh, comes uh, that that raises erotic desire, and you've trained the mind to see it uh, as a skeleton or its foulness, then it tends to drain away the joy. And the idea, of course, is to recondition the mind not to take uh, indulgence in those areas. That's not a, uh, a value judgment on uh, sex in general. You understand? It's just. If you're, especially if you're meditating, you don't want to be hassled by the particular thoughts. So instead of struggling with them, you can play with them. Yeah, they're a tantra, you see. So uh, when I've done that, what we're what we're undermining there is the quality of possession. So remember, when you possess something, you either like it and hold on to it, or you dislike it and want to throw it away. So with the body, there are those parts that we like and are attracted to, and there are those parts we're not, and we tend to either be disgusted when we become a part, become aware of them, or just ignore them, just just you know decide they're not there. So <clears throat> what we're trying to do is undermine that idea of my body, and with that my, there comes that sense of possession, and with the possession, there comes that like and dislike, want and don't want, and you're into that. Uh, 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 usual battle that we have, that struggle with the world. So, uh, working with the foulness of the body undermines that uh, idea, that notion, that concept we have that this body is mine. When we do uh, the next exercise, that's cutting deeper to the point of this body is me. So, sickness, aging, and death uh, cut a little deeper. And when we do those exercises, I have some certain phrases. Again, it's a case of saying the phrase, not wishing ourselves to be sick, old, and die, but to come in contact with what, it, what our reactions are to uh, the phrases. And then uh, we work with the beauty of the body. In other words, those parts that we take delight in. And to see how how we, re we relate to that as a point of indulgence and how we can undermine it by changing our view, especially around the idea of beauty. Once we've done that and undermined these two wrong views of my body, this body is me, um, then, as it were, we've purified our view, so whatever meta we offer to the body, whatever goodwill we offer to the body, will be that much more empty of um, some sort of wrong desire, way of attachment, a sentimental offering. And we begin, and we do uh, just a little uh, act of um, asking for forgiveness from the body for all the terrible things we've done to it. And then we choose a phrase which most um, brings up the idea of healing towards the body or strengthening. Uh, may you be free of sickness and disease, or may you be well and strong. And then we just take our time, just going through the body and offering that goodwill towards it. Uh, once, once we've done that, we do a little exercise from the Tibetan tradition, which is the medicine Buddha, as it was taught me anyway. 
in which we imagine uh, some energy coming down upon us from above and, uh, and then we turn it into this uh, ball of golden liquid and we just draw it very uh, just draw it down through the body and uh, we can use any color we like and I'll, I'll say that as I go along and the idea is to just open up to the possibility of Reiki, other energy when we've done that so we're souped up with these two vast energies, our own and from above we can bring uh, people to mind whom we know are sick or dying and offer them our goodwill you see, from the heart and then finally we offer it to all beings so that's the process, that's what we're doing and uh, the idea is of course to change our relationship to the body and see it as a precious vehicle remember that the Buddha said this is a very precious birth he said it was very um, very uh, rare to be born as a human being he gave the image of um, what was it a turtle in a great sea and one log in the whole of the ocean and it just happens that this turtle came up and bumped its head and that's how rare it is that we should end up in the human form and the benefit of the human form is that we have this intelligence to work out uh, a path and what what makes us want to work out the path is is the uh, is the pain and suffering we go through so pain and suffering is that which goads us to seek the end of pain and suffering and this is a wonderful place to do it so um, this sort of exercise um, you can do sort of every day just as a little uh, just a little thing you know five or ten minutes just like you would do meta to um, you know to develop loving kindness and then you know to create that relationship with our body and with other people's uh, bodies one of care and attention one of care so now if if you if you don't think that this uh, really supports your practice at this present time uh, you know feel free to leave um, it'll be on cassette so you can always <laughs> if you want to listen to it you can always do it some other time otherwise uh, feel free to stay and in this sort of exercise uh, it is good to feel comfortable so if you really think that for the next half hour or so you'd be more comfortable sitting on a chair then please do so because it's not the sort of exercise you want your knees to get angry okay So, if we can just uh, compose ourselves. So, to undermine our sense of possessing the body, of the body being mine, just looking at the different parts and as the image, the, the form, the smell, whatever comes up arises in the mind to catch that relationship we have with that part of our body. And just to do a vipassana on it, just to allow it to arise, 
observe it, know it's there, feel it, experience it, and just allow it to pass away. And after I've read these um, parts, uh, I'll ask you to choose one, just to stay with it for a while, and allow it to pass away. Hair on the head. Hair on the body. The mouth, teeth, tongue. Skin. Flesh. Bones. Marrow. Lungs. Kidney. Bladder. Heart. Liver. Stomach. Small intestine. Bowels. Genitals. Tears. 
wax. Saliva. Blood. Mucus in the nose. Sweat. Fat. Urine. Excrement. Choose the one which most brought up that sense of disgust, whether it was mild or severe. Just work with it, let that disgust arise. Change your viewpoint. If it's part of the body that functions, see it more for what it actually does. If it's a liquid or solid, see it more as chemicals. Could it more as a scientist would? This sort of exercise makes us look at the relationship of disgust that we might have towards the body. Turning now to um, a sense of beauty that we have, or ugliness. Well, can you see your face 
and your body in a mirror? What's your opinion? How do you feel about that? in contact with any negative judgments and feelings that you have about about our own body nose is too big too small And again, recognizing that beauty is to do with comparison, is to do with cultural values set by Hollywood. Can we now just look at the same thing and just see it as something which functions? Even though it might not do it very well. It's a vehicle. much does it matter if the car is beautiful if all we want it to do is get us from here to there it undermines the idea that we have to be beautiful it's tied up with our self-esteem where we feel, we feel people see us and judge us Finally, there are those parts of the body that we depend upon for pleasure. Just take any of the senses, especially hearing and seeing. How would you feel if they began to fail or if you lost one of those senses? Imagine losing your sight. The ability to hear. The suffering we would go through is a measure of our attachment. We know from people with disabilities that it doesn't have to undermine the quality of your life at all. So 
these sorts of contemplations under mine. The idea that this body is mine, that I possess it. Moving on now to sickness, old age and death. As I repeat these phrases, just allow them. Just repeat them back to yourself and just catch whatever feelings arise. Just accepting their truth value. This body is subject to disease. This body is of a nature to fall ill. This body has not gone beyond sickness. This body is subject to aging. This body has not gone beyond aging. This body is now in a process of aging. This body is subject to death. This body has not gone beyond death. This body will die. Life is uncertain. Death is certain. These sorts of contemplations undermine our deep identity with the body. And having done these two exercises, hopefully we've undermined these wrong relationships that the meta that we're going to offer is just that little bit more pure so before we begin I would like to apologize to this poor fathom length body for all the damage and dreadful things I've done to it whatever harm I have done to you in thought word and deed by way of greed, hatred and delusion, intentionally or unintentionally, 
I'm sorry for it. And I determine from this day on to treat you with due care and respect. So now that we've undermined this wrong relationship, we can see how important the body is to us. Everything we've come to know has come through the body. All our relationships are dependent upon our bodies. Everything we do in society and the creation of good karma is dependent on the body. And we use the very breath of the body in order to develop our spiritual faculties. So with this thankfulness in mind, this sense of gratitude towards this poor frame, find a phrase which most represents for you a sense of caring for the body, wishing it goodwill. Pray such as, may you be free of sickness and disease, or may you be well and strong. And just place it in the heart and offer it to the whole frame. Some people like to use words, some people like to use colour, some people like the idea of heat, warmth, touching each part of the body with warmth. Some people imagine themselves touching that part of the body which they wish to offer this goodwill to. <clears throat> Whatever way uh, works for you, just to direct this goodwill towards the body. So we can take our time, relax, enjoy it. Let's offer our blessings to our hair and scalp. Come down into the brain. Pour your loving kindness into that area. Bless your eyes. Bless your ears. Bless your nose and all the nasal cavities. Bless your mouth with its tongue, teeth, jaw. Pour your loving kindness into your throat. Precious voice box. So the whole head feels warm, energized. 
May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention now to the spine, starting right at the top and touching each vertebrae with our blessing. Coming down the neck. And down the back. Into the, into the lower back. Down to the very tip. So the whole spine feels warmed, energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention to the left shoulder, massage it with loving kindness. Make our way down towards the elbow. down towards the wrist and into the hand massaging the hand with warm loving kindness Oh, the whole arm feels warmed, energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention to the right shoulder, massage it with loving kindness. our way down towards the elbow down towards the wrist and into the hand, massaging the hand with warm, loving-kindness. Now the whole arm feels warmed, energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention now to the chest area so we can bless each individual organ or just see it as a felt space and pour 
our goodwill into that area. The whole area feels warmed, energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention now to the midriff, the stomach liver area. In the same way, we can bless individual organs or just see it as a felt space and pour our loving kindness into that area. feels warmed, energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Moving down into the abdomen with all its varied systems. Again, you can bless each system or just see it all as a felt space. Pour your loving kindness into that area. The whole area feels warmed, energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention now to the left hip. Massage it with loving kindness. Making our way down to the knee. Down towards the ankle. And into the foot, a humble foot, massaging it with loving kindness. The 
the whole leg feels warm and energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Turning our attention to the right hip. Massaging it with loving kindness. Making our way down to the knee. Down towards the ankle. and into the foot massaging the foot with warm loving kindness leg feels warmed and energized. May you be free of sickness and disease. May you be well and strong. Having offered our goodwill now to all parts of the body, maybe there's a part or parts which need special attention. Let's spend a little time there. Uh, we can open up now to the Medicine Buddha. Imagine coming down upon you a shaft of light. I use the color gold, but any color which works for you as a healing color will do. It doesn't have to be a vivid visualization. Just a nebulous idea will do. It's coming down upon us, a shaft of golden light beginning to form a ball just above our heads. And as the light enters the ball, the ball takes on the quality of a liquid, warm liquid, warm golden liquid. As it pours into this ball of warm golden liquid, slowly begins to rotate. 
still pouring down from above, we can feel the ball just on our scalps, gently rotating. Warmth and the quality of liquid. Let it slowly spiral down, just feeling those qualities on the forehead, down through the skull, into the brain. Gently rotating, turning everything into this warm golden liquid. Still pouring down from above, we feel it in our eyes and ears. Slowly spiraling down into the nasal cavities. Feeling its warmth and liquid quality on our faces. Still pouring down from above filling our mouths with its delight. Still pouring down from above, ball descends, feeling that warm liquid quality enter into the throat. the whole head now is just this ball of golden warm liquid vibrant still pouring down from above the ball widens and slowly descends into the chest area spiraling down down from above, down through the head, down the throat into this ball, gently rotating around our chest, turning everything into this warm gold liquid. Let it continue its journey down into the midriff. Still pouring down from above, down through the head, the throat, the chest, into this ball, gently rotating around our midriff, turning everything into this warm golden liquid, vibrant. And let it continue down into the abdomen, down the arms, into the elbows. Spiraling down. Slowly, 
still pouring down from above, down through the head, the throat, down the arm, the chest, into this ball, gently rotating around the abdomen, turning everything into this warm, vibrant, golden liquid. And let it continue its journey down to the hands, the legs, the feet. Still pouring down from above, down through the head, the throat, the arms, the body, into this ball, gently rotating around our legs or feet, turning everything into this gold, vibrant, warm liquid. With the in-breath, draw that energy the spine to the top of the head and with it all our own energy and with the out breath let it cascade down the body bringing new energy from above just breathing in and up breathing out and down And if there's a part of the body that needs special attention, let it go through that part like water through a sponge. With the same breath, with the in-breath, draw these two energies into the heart center. And with the out-breath, offer it to whoever comes to mind whom you know is sick or dying.
those who are sick, we can offer the same blessings of good health. And to those who are dying, they may be at peace with their condition, peace with death, and that they die in the right, in a state of right awareness. Some such blessings. and breathing those energies into the heart and breathing them out. Spread it out now to each other here in this room, our spiritual companions. Finally, wall beings in all directions. May all beings be free of physical pain. May all beings be free of mental distress. May all beings be free, be liberated of all their suffering. May all beings live in contentment and joy. May all beings live in harmony and at peace. May all beings experience the peace and bliss of Nibbana. Sabe Sata Sukita Hantu Sabe Sata Sukita Hantu Sabe Sata Sukita Hantu Namo tassa bhagavato harahato samma sambhu
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.